Right, folks, so here we are, episode one. Um, first of all, I'd just like to thank everyone for their positive feedback on the podcast trailer. Um, I know there were some teething issues at the start in getting it onto Spotify and making it available, but that's something that Spotify um, kind of do in their back-end systems and try and get it approved in good time before you guys can access it um, on, 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 on sort of Spotify. But um, that's something we're working on. Um, I say we, it's only me, but uh, <laughs> um, yeah, we're, we're trying to sort of improve that. It's a work in progress. And, you know, I've never done a podcast before. So this is all very new to me. Um, but, you know, thank you all for your support and um, positive feedback. And, you know, I have had um, my friends and family say it's a bit shit and, you know, what the fuck are you doing? But uh, yeah, uh, decided to crack on with this and uh, keep going. So let's give it a shot. Um, and you know, let's 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 give it a go. You know, there's no harm in it. Sat here bored out of my mind because of this COVID nineteen situation. Um, so thought I'd make the most of it and uh, give podcasting a go. So let's crack on episode one. So let's start off with a little bit about myself. Um, I'm twenty nine did a real estate degree at Birmingham City University um, and I got into commercial property a few years after graduating um, and I've been stuck in commercial property since. Um, now how did I get into property is something I get asked quite a lot um, and the truth is it's a bit of a a silly story um and i do use this in job interviews quite a bit and get a bit of a laugh out of the interviewers um in all honesty um surveying wasn't the profession i wanted to get into uh when i was younger i did want to be a formula one driver um and then sort of while i was going through my a levels i chilled up and decided i'd go into investment and sort of stocks and shares but that didn't go down very well um, and then I was trying to get into a university um, after doing terribly in my A-levels um, and decided to accompany one of my friends to a open day, a university open day at the University of Reading. Um, and that, I didn't know at the time, was for real estate. Um, so went down there, did a taste of day, even though I had no interest in property at that time whatsoever. Um, and, you know, the, the, the open day was quite good. We had a sort of the university and then we had a sort of a taste the lesson, a taste, taste the lecture. Um, and it was more on um, development and the built environment more than property in general. So the, the theme of the, the lecture was you, you basically had to come up with a development, make it sustainable, um, you know, explain why you'd be using the materials you are, um, the benefits of the building to the built environment. Um, a huge, huge sort of um, uh, input goes into property and buildings. Um, it's not just here's some bricks and mortar, stick it up, start using it. Uh, there's a lot more involved into property. And we'll go into all of that more and more as this podcast goes on. Um, so, yeah, we, we sort of had that taster lesson. And, you know, at the end of it, I did think this is this is quite interesting. Um, and then I just put that to bed. Uh, and then one day I sat at home um bored jobless just sat there with my dad watching homes under the hammer on um, bbc as you do on daytime tv uh, and i thought to myself you know what 
I could do this property malarkey. I could get into, you know, building properties and sort of investing in them and uh, renovating them and building a property portfolio. So um, I sort of slept on it. And then I, I spoke to my dad and I said, how about I do something property related? Um, Mum wasn't happy about that because, you know, not something that, um, you know, in an Indian household you kind of get into. You kind of become a doctor or a, or a banker or, you know, something along those lines. And, you know, property isn't something that you, you hear um, Asians get into a lot. And, you know, it never, it never gets praise. And it, it's not one of those, it's not a taboo, but it's not one of those things that, you know, that's actively promoted and, you know, people encourage you to get into that profession. So it was a bit different, but then, hey, I'm a bit different. So, um, you know, I kind of had my, my mind set into it. So I started looking at different universities and different courses and started applying. Um, and eventually ended up at Birmingham City University. Um, and I started off doing estate management practice um, and then managed to transition over to real estate um, after my first year. So uh, it was the two courses were largely similar. Um, the only difference was uh, estates management practice uh, got you uh, ASOC RICS uh, accreditation. Well, not accreditation, but it was affiliated with um, ASOC RICS as opposed to MRICS, which uh, the real estate degree did. And that's that that was kind of what I wanted to do. I wanted to get some letters behind my name. So, uh, you know, I've worked hard, tried hard and got through to transition over to real estate. I think it's only about three people out of the sort of 15 odd in my course that managed to transition over. So um, I was quite fortunate for that. And um, just like I say, it's a moment to do a shout out to my lecturer, Matthew Smith. Uh, you know, if, you, if anyone knows him, uh, he's a good evaluation lecture and he sort of taught a load of other things as well but um his his methods of teaching were very good um comical yet educational so a uh, massive shout out to him um and you know it, sort of the, the years through uni did did sort of long and you know we did skip a few lectures like everyone does and you know i'm sure um some some of my uh, classmates who are listening to this will be able to reflect on the times together and you know so another shout out going out to a few people, Ardi, Chiggs and uh, Nick for our hashtag Pizza Hut Mondays, um, where we used to sneak off uh, in the afternoon from our property law lectures, which were about three to four hours long. Um, and we'd just go off to Pizza Hut and uh, have uh, the Pizza Hut buffet. So uh, yeah, good times, good times. But yeah, so. You know, ended up at uni, did the degree, um, and then ended up in a role in uh, commercial property. So that's a brief outline as to how I got into it. Um, so hopefully that kind of gives you an insight into how I got into it. Um, and then now we'll sort of talk about more about what it actually involves, what I actually do. So what does a surveyor actually do now? A lot of people will come up to me and say, oh, you're a surveyor. Can you come and value my house? Um, no, can't. Oh, you're a surveyor. Can you come look at this damp problem for me? Um, no. Uh, you get loads of different questions. And technically, they're not wrong. The people asking the questions, they're not wrong. Um, there are surveyors out there that do valuations. There are surveyors that do building inspections. There are surveyors out there that do building surveying. Um, but there are a lot of different types of surveyors out there, um, ranging from general practice, which is what I do, um, building surveying, which is going out looking at buildings, valuation, 
valuations are there. You come and value your home for a mortgage or you know, if you're trying to sell it. It's different from an estate agent, which I always get mistaken for. I'm not an estate agent. And we do get offended when people say you're an estate agent. We are not estate agents. Although some estate agents are RICS accredited, so they are part of the Royal Institute of Chartered Surveyors. Um, so there is a bit of confusion there. But um, at the end of the day, we are all surveyors. But as I was saying, there are different types. So I do general practice surveying. Now, what does that entail? And what's it like? Well, you would work with other surveyors. So I would work with building surveyors, valuation surveyors, agents, general practice surveyors. Um, and I would tell people, sort of, I'd, 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 help, the, I'd help my clients. I'd help my clients and I'd help my clients with deals to buy, sell, rent out their property. Um, I'd advise my clients on land and property valuations and development, manage the letting, buying and selling of properties. Um, so you'd be, you'd be sort of acting as an agent. Um, You'd be assessing environmental impact, economic viability of developments, um, compiling reports for rent reviews, investment potential, um, looking at property values, land tenure issues, um, making sure everything's in line with legislation. Um, you could be working in the private or public sector, um, and there's there's sort of several areas which you can specialise in. Um, so at the moment, I specialise in property management. Um, you could sort of specialise in rural um, properties. You could specialise in residential. You could do industrial, commercial. Um, you can specialise in investments only. Um, you can specialise in media. Um, so billboards, advertising hoardings and stuff like that. Um, you can specialise in utilities, so substations, you can specialise in way leaves, there's, there's loads of different things you can sort of specialise in. I kind of deal with everything, um, so you know, I, I kind of deal with um, all those things, but I don't specialise in any one, and I'll have to go out to other surveyors or other agents to um, get their advice and expert opinions on these things, um, which enable me to do my job. So. Um, if you work in development, you would probably need to liaise with other professionals such as town planners, architects, highways, structural engineers, um, and then sort of look at considering new developments and their financial implications and then advise your clients accordingly. Um, so that's one of the things that um, sort of development surveyors do. Um, me, as a management surveyor, uh, I can act as on behalf of a landlord and collect the rents, deal with maintenance, repairing issues, uh, and make sure people adhere to the tenancy agreements. Or if you're on the tenant side, um, so if you're if you're if you're working for for the client itself, uh, for the client itself, for, um, for example, if you're working for a retailer, um, you would make sure that the estate is in good order, all the rents are paid, service charge issues, the building's in good condition um any licenses for alterations and stuff that need doing you can deal with that insurance business rates gosh there's so much that we do and you know we'll be going going into more detail about each of these things um as as the podcast goes on so um, if a lot of this stuff isn't making sense to you right now um don't worry we'll get it uh get it going and uh, give you more of an insight on those things and what they mean um if you're an investment surveyor 
you would advise your clients on buying and selling individual investments or managing large property portfolios um, and a lot of the time it's for like a pension fund or, or an investment fund um, so you know you, you're dealing with multi-million pound uh, properties and deals um, so you could be dealing with large properties or you know small properties but a lot of them it, it could vary um, fun fact for you, a lot of the shopping centres and retail parks that you shop in are owned by large investment portfolios um, and investment firms, if not pension uh, pension bots. So, uh, you know, next time you go shopping, you're probably paying someone's pension for them. Uh, that's worth thinking about. Um, you could also be a valuer. Um, so, you know, as well as going out and valuing residential property and getting people mortgages and stuff, uh, you could do work for the valuation office agency. Now, what they do is you value the property on behalf of the government, local authorities and public bodies for business rates, capital taxation, purchase and sale. Um, now, that is a very, very specialist area and you do need to sort of do a bit more work before you can become a, a registered valuer. Um, but, you know, for me, that wasn't the path I wanted to uh, follow as... Um, it was very, very uh, maths orientated and I absolutely suck at maths, as my friends will gather to tell you. Um, so that wasn't for me, but I do work very closely with the valuation office agency and valuers. Um, so, you know, you are still doing the work as general practice surveyors. You know, you do get involved in a lot of everything. Um, some qualified surveyors are also state agents. So like I said, you know, there is there is that sort of grey area. Are estate agents the same as surveyors? Yes and no. Um, yeah, you 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 can be a qualified surveyor and and, and be an estate agent, um, but not all estate agents have to be or are qualified as chartered surveyors. So um, you know, just be careful with that. Um, working hours. Now, this this is a bit of a tough one because you could be doing sort of the usual thirty five to forty hours a week. Um, if you're working in the public sector, um, if you're working in the private sector, you would probably need to do extra hours including weekends meet your deadlines um, you're often out on vi uh, site visits and meeting clients um, so if you're in the private sector you do you do kind of have to have that flexibility you can't just rely on the nine to five um, and you know some days you could be working 16 17 hours if you're out on the site you know I've had times when I leave the house at about 4 a.m and don't get back until about 9 p.m um a lot of that time is just spent driving to and from site so um you do you do spend uh, a lot of time visiting clients and sites uh, and sometimes you do need to stay away from home so that's that's one of the downsides of it or it could be an upside you know if you do enjoy getting away from home and sort of seeing the country uh that could be um could 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 work in your favor uh you could work in an office and on site um and you know you do have to be out in all weather conditions you know i've been out there on site getting soaked in the rain um and on other days i've been out basking in the sun um so it, it's it's a huge uh variety of things that general practice surveyors get involved with um and it, and it is it is it is a great career to sort of follow um and i don't regret getting into this career at all um you know people say you know do you enjoy what you do and hand on heart, yeah, without a doubt, I love it. I absolutely love it, and I wouldn't give it up for the world. Um, you know, you do have your ups and downs, and your good days and your bad days. But in general, 
it's a great career and a great profession to work for. And um, you know, there's a lot involved in it. It's not just going out, looking at building, coming back, writing a report. It's a lot more stuff to it. And you know, as this podcast goes on, we'll talk more and more about it. So you know, stay tuned. And um, I think we'll leave it there for the first episode because there's a lot of stuff to take in. And you know, I've, like I said, I've not done this before. So um, please do let me have your feedback um, and comments and let me know what you think of it. If you're enjoying it, if you're not enjoying it, should I continue? Should I not? Just let me know. Um, and if there's stuff that you want me to talk about or, you know, anything at all, just comments, please just give me some feedback. It will be great. Um, so hopefully you've enjoyed it and, um, you know, hopefully you've learned something from it because the intention of these is you kind of do learn something. It's a bit of fun. Um, it's something for me to pass my time with and educate other people. Um, but, you know, at, at the same time, I do want you guys to learn more about the profession and what's involved and, you know, hopefully, um, try and encourage people to join the profession hopefully you don't take my job away from me but uh, you know it, it, it's going to be fun um, I'm on this journey I want you to join me yeah so let me have your comments let me have your feedback subscribe to the podcast um, and just wait till the next one's out I guess um, I'll get working on that straight away but um, yeah in the meantime enjoy your time at home hopefully this coronavirus stuff passes soon hope you're all staying safe Remember to wash your hands, stay at home, wash your hands, stay safe, save lives, save the NHS, whatever the slogan is. Um, And yeah, until next time. Cheers, guys.